This is exciting stuff, so we'll bring in a pro all about the space industry, Andrew Channon, CEO of Procure AM. So tell us a little bit about the SpaceX crew, this launch. This is a very big deal, and I think a lot of people are very excited about it. I mean, what does it mean to all of us? It's, it's extremely exciting for SpaceX and for the broader space community. And it's not the first time SpaceX has helped assist NASA getting astronauts to the International Space Station, but we did see some, some other couple firsts this time. So um, you know, previously, uh, NASA was relying on, on Russia to help send our astronauts to the ISS. However, now SpaceX is doing it significantly cheaper. It's not quite 50% cheaper, but it's not that far off. And so um, we were able to send two NASA astronauts up on, on this most recent trip to the ISS, um, and joining them, um, an individual uh, representing the European Space Agency, as well as Japan, joined them for this flight. And we're able to see that the reduced launch costs of sending people and items to outer space is helping drive down the costs and expanding more of the budget that NASA can now use for other projects and endeavors. So it's, it's a really exciting time. But also, this is actually the first time that SpaceX is actually reusing parts from a crewed mission to send another crew. So to the extent that they're successful in docking and getting everyone there safely, um, you know, this could be a tremendous um, you know, next step for SpaceX and the broader space community. Yeah, it's pretty amazing when we think about what goes on here with names like SpaceX, and I was just looking up uh, Blue Origin a little bit. Um, it's so important, but when it talks about what's going on here and um, trying to help out NASA rather than Russia, it, it really is amazing. We talk about opportunities for investors, right? Um, we may not be on the mission ourselves, but there's opportunities for us to invest in this. So tell me more about investing opportunities in the space industry. So there really are so many different companies that are now competing in the space industry. And some are still private, like a SpaceX or a Blue Origin that you had mentioned. But there are also still many publicly traded companies that are doing some things in space or are actually pure play space companies. And so what UFO does is actually looks for the universe of global publicly traded space companies of certain market cap, revenues, things like that. And it looks for companies that at least 80 percent of the fund is uh, focused on these companies that are deriving a majority of their revenue from space-related businesses, activities, and service. Think satellite manufacturers and operators. Think launch companies, uh, companies that are doing things like um, Earth observation or, or imagery. Um, and there's a ton of exposure to you know, satellites, communications companies as well. But also realizing that space is a very big industry and there are some very large players that are maybe a little bit more diversified. The underlying index that our fund tracks also allows for up to 20% of it to have exposure to some of these more diversified companies. Think aerospace and defense names like your Boeings and Lockheeds that are still major players in space, but because it's not the majority of their business revenues, um, it didn't make sense to have them really pushing the, the overall fund too much based on some of those other industries that they're focused on. Let's go over some of the names again here as we're looking at some of the, the top holdings um, and how you decide what stays in, how much allocation it gets. Uh, I know this, this follows an index too, right? But um, when you look at some of these names, are you more excited about some than others because of the trends without recommending the specific stocks, but some of the trends that you've been seeing in the industry? 
Yeah, you know, I think that it is, you know, it, for some companies, an early stage industry, early stage technologies, but there are, there's an assortment of companies at all different stages of their life cycle. So, you know, you, you have a Virgin Galactic that's, you know, relatively, you know, call it a pre-revenue company that's still working on their technology to actually send people into outer space. Um, hopefully that's balanced out by other companies that are also in, in the fund based on the passive index of the fund tracks um, that maybe have more stable revenues and business lines that are already in existence, um, you know, in driving revenues for those companies. Um, that said, you know, Orbcom that you pulled up, um, you know, currently the top holding was roughly, um, you know, in, in the bottom half of the top 10 holdings up until a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, it's the only UFO's the only space fund that had an exposure to Orbcom, and that stock increased 50% overnight on the announcements that it was being uh, acquired in the cash deal. So, you know, it, I think there's a lot of potential buyers and investors for space companies or space technologies. We've actually seen Canadian pensions um, scooping up you know, large yeah. stakes in a lot of different space companies. And so, you know, it's tough to pick who's going to be that next one in demand. But I think UFO offers that diversification to companies from all different parts of the economy. Let me ask you this. I mean, other than I think of the Science Times on Tuesday in the New York Times, I'm sure you look through that. What is somebody who lives for space and out of this world investing? Um, what is something that you look at each day? I mean, I watch the U.S. dollar, right? I'm watching Bitcoin. I mean, what are you watching? Fortunately, this is something where there's so much information now coming out about the space industry. The, the media coverage has picked up rapidly and investment appetites also picked up rapidly. So it's tough to say that there's one spot to look at because now it's not just. Are you seeing a lot science. of inflows? Oh, certainly. This this year, um, you know, we, we've, uh, we've our AUM has gone up by almost 100 million in assets this year alone. Um, so, you know, I think the word's getting out. There's not just co coverage from the scientific community, but also from the financial media, which I think is really important because space has been an industry historically that's been tough to raise capital into. But now people are very excited about some of the prospects of some of the companies, the technologies. And really, space is going through a massive transformation right now where because technologies are improving, the cost of sending people and items into outer space are significantly dropping. It's allowing so many new entrants into the marketplace. So it's really interesting to be able to get exposure to the space industry by a diversified fund, we think, such as UFO.